Hey, I'm James Jones. Welcome to the Athlete Hat Podcast. I'm here with Jesse Akester and Ross Gilmore. Today we're going to be talking about damage control for the Christmas holidays. Holiday season survival. Yes, it's surviving surviving the uh, the best of times and the worst of times. The, str- the struggle is real. <laughs> All right, so um, so yeah, obviously around this time of year, uh, you're going to be meeting up with family and friends. Uh, you might get a little bit derailed from your regular training plan. Um, maybe your diet takes a little bit of a, a sway off every now and again. Um, you, you might be having a cheeky sherry or, or uh, 12 shots of Sambuca. <laughs> um, I, I know things tend to go a little bit wrong this time of year, so... Um, Jesse, let's, let's bring up some points that we wrote down. So I guess the first thing we were talking about when we discussed this was that you just still need to enjoy yourself. It's the holidays. So it's Christmas, you're with your friends and family. It's a time to just enjoy yourself and not be like the crazy person with their Tupperware containers. <laughs> I think um, people are already living such a stressed lifestyle that this is if there's one time in the year where you can really enjoy your kind of social time and relax and just completely kind of just take a bit of pressure off yourself it's definitely one of those times yeah i think i think as well like if your training has been pretty good for 11 months um like it, uh, having a few weeks around christmas like really is not going to be that big of a deal now on the other side if you've only been training for three weeks uh, maybe you need a little bit more discipline than someone that, that's been training for years and years. Yeah, exactly. And like we're not saying this isn't the time of year to go, screw it, it's holidays, I'm just going to eat everything for the entire month. But it is the time like moderation like during the week and then plan around the fact that you are going to have outings and you're going to have time with friends and family. Yep. And you should enjoy those times as well. Yeah, it's super, super important. So uh, what do we so have written down there? We talked about, just when we were chatting earlier, about as far as planning around those kind of events, like what would our strategies be? So you go going to dinner in the evening. How do we plan our day around that so that we can survive better? So, yeah. um, <clears throat> so if you are familiar with zone dieting or counting your macros, something like that, uh, where, where you're aware of what you're eating and how much, how many calories it contains and it's protein, fat, carbs, all that kind of stuff. Just shift those around so that you can fit that in. Um, yeah. If you're, if you're an experienced athlete and you know what you're doing, that's a perfectly valid way to do it. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't suggest you do that all year. Nope. Um, but but it can go a long, long way to, to towards damage control. Yeah. And one of the things I can, uh, I suppose I always try and explain to my clients is that it's not like, you know, you can't enjoy those things, but just cover your kind of nutritional baseline. So just get enough of the right stuff and just make sure that you're kind of meeting your protein needs. Make sure you're getting enough good, like nutrient-dense foods through vegetables and just enough carbohydrates to just meet that minimal base. And then if you if you want to maybe allow for a glass of wine or two uh, or a glass of wine and a cake or, you know, whatever it is, you know, especially around this time of year, you know what the typical things are, things like the mulled wine and, you know, the apple pies, mince pies, all that stuff it's all cool it's all fine and well but just maybe you just allow like if you are someone who counts allow kind of you know four or five hundred calories out of your intake for that yeah. and you're not going to go too far wrong really and like i would go, i'd probably say as well that you probably shouldn't be sacrificing protein for those extra calories i think it'd be it'd be a good idea yep. to try and keep that protein pretty stable yeah. but if you have to move around some fat or some carbs they're essentially both energy 
Yeah. Um, I feel like that's probably the, the safest way. Yeah, to you get know that's done. why I said like the protein and veg first, like almost get the kind of nutritional base stuff in <laughs> first, and then you can you can play around with your fats and carbs exactly. Um, for those that don't count calories, I suppose the best way to look at it is kind of take stock of what are your current what are your current patterns and habits now and then okay well what are you what are you going to what are going to be we've talked about this in previous podcasts like what are going to be your non-negotiables during the holiday season okay i'm going to make sure that i eat x amount of meals a day i'm going to make sure that i have protein at every meal i'm going to make sure that i eat a cup of vegetables at every meal and then when you go on a night out you know that okay well i'm already covering the just the minimum requirement that i need i the pressure's off i can just relax and, I, and we're not saying that then you go and you know sabotage yourself seven days a week but yeah just take the pressure off yourself have fun enjoy it it's not going to sabotage your whole year of results yep with that being said um i know a lot of people coming into december Mm. they like to really put stuff off you know they're going to wait till ah you know what like i'm going to eat better in january Mm. or i'm going to like I know I really should like kind of do this. I'll do that in January. And and I think that's such a mistake because mm-hmm. one, the gyms are busier in January. It's harder to, to get the kind of equipment you want is, you know what I mean? It's more busy. It's going to take more time. It's yeah. just, it's packed. So if you can get three weeks head start on that now, you know what I mean? Like you, you could almost be taking a rest week for that first week in January when it's super hectic. I think that's, that's or, a pretty uh, good you know, idea to be honest. Like I think, yeah. Like, what's stopping you? Really, right now, what's stopping you? Nothing. And if anything, if you get started now, if anything, those little treats, et cetera, they give yourself are actually a little bit more justifiable because you're you're a bit more active, you're moving more. Yeah. So if you start now, you're a month into your routine by the end of January. And then it doesn't become, you know, fourth week in January, like, maybe I should start that exercise routine or... Yeah, right. I think so. If you can get started now you're far more likely to succeed in those New Year's resolutions Mm -hmm. because you're already three weeks deep in those habits. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. So that's an important one, I think, just as a takeaway key point, put in the show notes. Don't wait. If you're thinking about starting, stop thinking, just do. Just start now. Yeah, if you want to be healthier, why wait for... Yeah, why wait for three weeks? Yeah, and I mean, and we could go into another podcast about, you know, like, what's your excuses and limiting beliefs, and that's for another day. But yeah, like, just take a simple Mm. action. One thing. And I think this is also a good point to bring up is a lot of people go, oh, well, I'm traveling for the holidays. So then I can't physically do anything for the three weeks that I'm away at home. I'll just sit on my butt and eat for three weeks. I actually had, I actually had someone say those very things to me yesterday. And he was like, I've started being CrossFit. I'm really getting into it. Um, But I don't know what to do over the holidays because I'm going to be away for like two, three weeks. And I was like, it's a coincidence that you said that because I've just written uh, a dozen workouts that are body weight that can all be done in 15 minutes or less and I'll send those over to you. (laughs) (laughs) And you could just imagine his face going, oh, you bastard. And I was like, just like literally just put in 10 minutes every morning, like even before breakfast, right? Like just get it done. And, you know, it's as simple as burpees, push-ups, sit-ups, squats, like those those kind of things, right? You have no space and be in a hotel and still get a 15-minute workout in. Absolutely. You know what's funny? People often say to, I mean, I'm sure you get it as well, like the, oh, but, you know, you're already, we're not like you. You're so committed, and, you know, they, they kind of make all these justifications. Like, well, listen, when I'm on holiday, I don't always have access to a gym. So actually one of my favorite things to do when I'm on holiday is to do exactly what we're just suggesting. It's not like we're saying this and then not doing it ourselves. Oh, problems, problems. 
Um, I'm telling the truth. It's <laughs> <is> on. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag mic problems. Um, yeah, so we do the same. I, I actually really like I remember the last holiday I was on in Sweden. Um, I did Cindy's 20 minutes, right? Yeah. Or oh, what's the every minute on the minute? Yeah, but I did 20 minutes, every minute on the minute, five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, 15 squats. Did that for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. That was like literally between just before dinner, one night. So went and did that, came back in, had dinner, chilled, had some ice yeah. cream, no problem. I would say um, on, on this idea of doing like little small workouts, kind of get you through the holiday. Obviously, it's not going to be as much training as you might be if you are going mm-hmm. away. But you don't have to wait for Christmas to buy a set of rings. <laughs> Because <laughs> they're like, they're what, uh, like, probably get some for a couple hundred dirhams, 150 dirhams. Yeah, and the other thing people have a lot is. Yep. They're so easy and light, and they don't take up any space. And again, you can use it anywhere. Um, I have two other favorites TRX. Mm-hmm. It's like a set of rings, just about. It's not quite the same, but it's a similar idea. Yeah. And there's a lot of good you workouts know. you can do with the TRX. And I like those as well because you can hook them onto a hotel door. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So it's you know it's a great one for a new you know it's a, a lot of posterior chain you can do with it as well. So you're not getting a really imbalanced workout either. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I like to take with me is resistance bands. Yeah, right. Because yeah. they weigh about what nothing. <laughs> nothing and you can do quite a lot of good stuff with those you know you can do a lot of like rehab stuff and you can do a lot of like metabolic stuff like you know good mornings and pull aparts and you can yeah. do all sorts of tying I'm, it around things and actually, doing, like, I've done it with a with a smaller one where you actually do thrusters yeah and they, they get pretty tricky at the top <laughs> so yeah there's lots of cool stuff you can do with like minimal equipment mm. or no equipment so yeah so so if we're saying like if you're going to go away um, there's a ton of stuff you can do just body weight um, and you can also bring a resistant band and a set of a TRX or a set of rings. And that really opens up a whole world of, of potential workouts and, and stuff, right? It's yeah. At the end of the day, like it, we're not saying you've got to go and train for hours every day, but you can set aside 15 minutes and really blast yourself for 15 minutes and you won't feel quite so guilty for yeah. the excess that you're eating. And, <laughs> and that actually leads me on to another point. If you're wanting say family and friends or whatever to get involved say you're going on holiday with your family why not if, say you have kids get your kids involved yeah make it fun like you know maybe you do some squats with the kids get them doing some squats you know doing little chases and games if you're there with like you know brothers sisters or child you know, carries yeah child carries <laughs> for a time you um, exactly and you know if you're there with like siblings etc like i'm very fortunate i have reasonably fit siblings so they they like to work out and stuff as well but it's, it's i really love like working out when I'm like on holiday or back home because it's it's a change of scene, it's a change of environment. You can get mm. like I, I do some stuff with Mal, like my, my wife when we on holiday, which we don't often do together, so that's also kinda nice as well. So you can you can make it pretty fun and pretty different to what yeah. you normally do. So the other thing we talked about a little bit, if we're gonna have a big night out, there are some ways to make the recovery a little less painful. Yes. <laughs> so I'm not going to say this is my area of expertise. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I will say that I came out of the rugby sevens relatively unscathed. <laughs> um, but uh, so something that's going to help. Uh, there's there's some pretty good evidence that taking glutathione uh, and supplementing that. I can't remember the dose uh, off the top of my head. But, we'll put that in the show notes. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll try and find that for you guys. Uh, that, that's really, really been shown to, to help negate some of the effects of glutathione because they think that it's actually 
the depletion of that in your liver that gives you a lot of those ill effects mm-hmm. that the alcohol kind of sucks out of your system. Um, the other big one is um, getting getting some salty-ish water in you yep. before you go to bed. Yeah. So getting some a little couple pinches of Himalayan sea salt in a big liter jug of water and leaving that by your bed. Or, since this is athlete hack and we're looking for hacks, if you get a camel back and hang it up by your bed like a drip, <laughs> right? <laughs> you don't even have to move. Hashtag hardcore. <laughs> you, can just, you can just suckle on that as you drift off to your drunky slumber. I feel like... I love, how, you, I love how you've made like a pig reference, like suckle like the greedy pig that you just were. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying I've done this, but <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, but it's funny you were saying about the the dehydration thing, though. They they reckon that like you know the term break the seal, right? Mm-hmm. They say that once you've reached that point, that's your body desperately trying to like your your liver's trying desperately to get rid of all the toxins out of the body. So you are just like literally like depleting like you know water and minerals like no one's business so yeah i would say definitely a good multivitamin sodium or some hot salty water yeah works um yeah don't go too crazy with the salt like literally a pinch because because if you drink salty water when you're drunk you will puke everywhere and there's actually very little evidence that purging through puking will help with the hangover at all exactly so that would not be a good idea so yes so a generous pinch of sea salt yeah it's not yeah, yeah, just just a little bit. Like, don't go crazy. Yeah. You yeah. can see like, people now pouring the jars of Himalayan into the water. Like, go on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Like, Ethel, told me. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Don't don't, do don't pour the water into your tub of Himalayan salt <laughs> just like that because that is going to come right back up. Um, so what are some other ones? Uh, milk thistle mm-hmm. is, is good yeah. for liver support. Um, and um, I think Jesse mentioned it. Like a good uh, multivitamin. Uh, I like Barocca, something fizzy. It feels yeah. like there's some extra magic in the fizz. There's not necessarily any proof that it does anything, but it feels good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, caffeine can be useful as well. Nothing more than just purely just give you a little bit of focus. I'm not saying go and drink more caffeine than you normally would, but, you know, mm-hmm. definitely going to help a little bit with focus. So um, another thing is uh, a lot of people... They, they would take uh, or recommend taking uh, like an NSAID as a painkiller, like ibuprofen um, mm. or Panadol. Uh, I don't know if it would make a difference, really, but sticking to something like aspirin that's, uh, that's not a non-steroid anti-inflammatory mm-hmm. but is, is a painkiller, I mean, the, the NSAIDs have been shown to have a pretty big effect on your liver, especially if taken in quite high doses over a prolonged period. Mm-hmm. So... Um, again, just whatever you can make it easier on your liver yeah. is probably a good it's idea. Probably, probably because it thins the blood a bit as well, mm. which is useful. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, maybe pro-aspirin for hangovers <laughs> instead of ibuprofen. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess the other thing we were talking about as well was the, the food, the actual just general nutrition, mm. what, what to do the next day. I guess one of the, the, the big reasons that people gain a lot of fat after they drink is because of the, the type of food that goes in afterwards mm-hmm. and the type of foods that people crave afterwards. So I yeah. think it's actually having a plan in place. Okay, maybe make sure that before you go out the next day, 
make sure that you've got some food ready at home the next day that already cooked so you're not having to like oh can't be bothered cooking food i'll just order a takeout instead if you have some stuff yeah. already there it means that okay well my food's already prepped i know i can just get in there without any fuss shove some stuff in the microwave have some nice nutrient you know nutrient dense food and then at least you're making better choices straight away because you're prepared that that is such a big point because it's not only the food that you're going to have that night let's you might make some bad decisions um, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag understatement <laughs> <laughs> you, you might not make the best decisions but but especially the next day because uh, you, you probably you could be f- feeling quite low energy yeah and there's plenty um, of studies that and very well documented studies that show that when you're kind of hitting the kind of six to eight drinks or more point of your drinking session binge session whatever you want to call it um, you can potentially be trying to process and get rid of the alcohol out of your system for up to 48 hours so essentially Whoa. what then happens is that any nutrition you take in at that time particularly carbs and fats your body is not going to utilize those because it's still trying to utilize the alcohol as right. its primary source so therefore where does the carbs and the, the fat go get so stored in your fat cells and adipose tissue right so then that's for if you're if you've got fat loss goals yeah something to maybe be very conscious about yeah well, I, I usually recommend to clients that they are going to go for like you know, if they've planned it in, you know, they're going to go for a good session. I say, okay, then try your best to stick to a, almost like, and I'm not a fan of low carb per se, but stick to protein and lots of vegetables. Mm. Yeah. Just like stuff that's going to be really filling, but it's very nutrient dense and not so high in carbs and fats. Obviously, they need to get a minimum amount, but yeah. yeah so this, so this plan it out, good quality foods. Yeah, so it might be that, um, like, maybe not Christmas dinner. I understand you're going to have to eat some stuffing. Right, you're gonna have you're gonna have, might have some Yorkshire puddings. You're gonna have some. You're gonna have a lot of potatoes. We get that. If you're in my That's house, right. you have like three desserts. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot turn away your nan's mince pies. This uh, is uh, uh, uh. this is inexcusable. She will never forgive you for this. <laughs> and we're not gonna be responsible for your family. <laughs> exactly. You have um, the damn mince pie. <laughs> but but maybe in a couple work parties leading up to actual Christmas, uh, for sure. Like you could you could get essentially the same meal but just ask for more vegetables and that's a pretty good way of a little bit of damage control for, yeah. for perhaps the, the the after drinks now the thing i think it's a good point to make about all of this is that it requires a bit of mindfulness and it requires a bit of thought you actually have to mm. really think about it and plan it and actually have an intention in place from the start because if you just kind of you don't think about it and then the situation arises you're just going to go to your default mode mm-hmm. so it does require actually a little bit of okay what's my strategy for the holidays yeah, so and that's kind of important. I think that that's a good point because I think if you can get the if you're mindful beforehand, then you you don't need as much quote unquote discipline yeah. because because yeah. like literally like the logistics are there to have another route. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we've very well covered the basics for surviving. Yeah, this has kind of turned into a, a booze episode. <laughs> I don't think that's because of anyone else in particular. We're just thank you. <laughs> stop, stop looking at me. <laughs> That's not what my holidays are like at all. Um, so, thank you for joining us. Uh, we're going to get on the social. So, we've got. Uh, Shall I to tell us, James, about your 12 days of. Was it what you're calling it? 12 days of gains, hacks? Yeah, so. Um, doing 12 days of muscle up gains. 12 days of muscle up gains. 
Yeah, so uh, me, me and Jesse are going to uh, film, film some video clips and we're going to go through the 12 steps that will guarantee that you get your first muscle up. Boom. Might not get it in 12 days, but there's a chance you could. Yeah, you might, or it might take you the next 12 months, but you'll have 12 steps to yes. follow. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's really cool. It's really comprehensive. It starts off looking at the prerequisite mobility that you need, um, then kind of takes you through some strength progressions. And if you follow these... Um, I've used it with clients. Uh, Jesse's used something very, very similar with clients. I think even Ross has, where you take them through the little steps. Yeah. And uh, you are guaranteed a muscle up if you follow this. So um, follow us on Instagram. That's athlete underscore hack. Um, follow us on Facebook. Just slash athlete hack. Slash athlete yeah. hack. Um, and you can also get us at athletehack.com. Uh, there's someone on there that can sign up to a mailing list, right? Or have you not put that on yet? So, uh, yeah, look out for this video. Uh, like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Um, Five-star rating on iTunes would be splendid. Please. Splendid indeed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and um, if we don't get another one out before Christmas, well, we should do, right? Um, Either way, yeah. happy holidays. holidays. Yeah. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and happy, happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. What else is um, <laughs> oh, have a, if, you, if you listen to us from Scandinavia, kind of happy Yule. Yeah. Ah, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else? Winter solstice, if you're pagan. We're, we're, really, we're really open. If you wants to listen to us, we're good. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that's it. All right. Next time, guys. Bye.